Welcome to the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Thailand. The following sermon is preached by Deacon Adesoye Israel Oluwa Sheon. As you listen, you remain blessed. For in Jesus Christ, precious and mighty name, we are giving praise. For in Jesus Christ, precious and mighty name, we are worship. For in Jesus Christ, precious and mighty name, we have confessed. The eternal work of ages, we just come to adore you this morning. We lift up your holy name because you are the I am that I am. Jesus, you are not the I am that used to be. You remain the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And we strongly believe in you that what we cannot do to ourselves, even as we have entered into your sanctuary with praise this morning, you will do it unto us. Jehovah accept the thanks and praises in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you for all you have been doing. We thank you for what you have already started even from the beginning of the service of today. We thank you for what you are doing presently. We thank you for those things that you have said to you even in our future. Lord God Almighty, accept the thanks and praises in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we are here again to have an encounter with you this day. We pray that you manifest yourself duly as the awesome God in our midst today in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. It is written in your word in the book of Psalm 16, verse 11, that in your presence there is fullness of joy, and at your right hand are pleasures forever. This is the encounter we come to have with you today. Father, let it be accessible unto us this morning in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Father, in our midst today, let the heaven open in the name of Jesus Christ. Let the impossibility become possible unto us today in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. As we surrender our humble soul, body, and spirit unto you, the living God. We pray for sanctification and for purification. Even myself, and along with the Son that will be interpreting your word to the entire world. Father, cleanse us and prepare us ready for this glorious encounter of today in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We pray the King of glory that we will decrease and the spirit of the living God will increase in us in fullness. That we will overflow even from this altar to your people. That the word of our mouth and the meditation of our heart will be acceptable unto you, our God, our Redeemer. Father, take your place today in the name of Jesus. Let every one of us be touched today with your mighty hand of deliverance. That at the end of the service of today, we'll be singing hallelujah that you have started with today in the name of Jesus Christ. And that songs of praise will last for time and eternity. And your name alone shall be glorified. 
Father, we chase the devil out of this sanctuary that only you will, magnif will be magnified. Psalm 19 verse 1 says, The Lord will let, let the people tremble. We call the host of heaven to cause every principality and power in this arena to tremble by fire. And we subdue them under our feet by fire in the name of Jesus Christ. Your name alone shall be glorified. Father, we call upon you to come and minister to us yourself. As you told us that you will make your minister in flames of fire. As we open our mouth, fill it with the right word at the right time. And your name alone forever shall be glorified. For in Jesus Christ, precious mighty name, we have been blessed. Let the living so shout hallelujah. Our Lord is good. All the time. And all the time. Let's take our wonderful seat in the praise of the Lord. I want to believe expressly that the Lord is going to speak to somebody here this morning in the name of Jesus. And the encounter that you and I will have with him today will be an encounter that we will be talking about for the rest of our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. Because it shall be an encounter of total transformation in the name of Jesus Christ. That where we have been falling before, the King of Glory will stretch forth his mighty hand to raise us up in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. It's a month of sources. And we all decide success is a beautiful thing. And if you look at it critically, it's uh, a month of delivery for any woman that, that conceive. So I want to pray for you and I myself as our daddy has unfolded those codes unto us last week. Those goals that we needed to unlock that sources of ours. I pray every vision, goal, plan, and action that you have conceived for so long shall be delivered successfully in this month in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. This month shall be the month of greater success and accomplishment unto you and I in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Today we will be reflecting on a particular word that the Lord has given unto us these days, you and I. Which says, era, a new era of sources. A new era of sources. 
The Lord will begin a new era of success in your life right now in the name of Jesus Christ. You see, when a particular era comes to an end, and the life of every believers, I mean believers, a new chapter or a new era will be open. If you listen or you read that Bible passage we read before, for Second Corinthians chapter five, chapter five, verse seventeen. The Bible says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. newness that will launch you and I into that greater success is coming your way this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. So this new chapter we're talking about, or this new era we're talking about, is going to be God himself that will open that chapter unto you and I. Which I'm believing for Someone here today that believe in that king of glory that you come to meet in the sanctuary. That that supernatural door that have been hope that have been closed concerning you will be open right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I want you to declare to someone beside you. Or declare to yourself first. Say, Daddy, I have confidence in you. That my new era will begin right now in the name of Jesus in your sanctuary. Amen. Amen. And this new era. That the Lord is going to open concerning you is not going to be about anybody. Neither your own power. But it's going to be by God Himself. And it does not matter what situation you are into right now. Simply because you have believed in it and you have confessed it to yourself, it will happen. But you have some, you have some tasks to do. You need to make up your mind. Why? Because it is an individualistic pursuit. It is all about you. If you really desire this new era to be open concerning you, it 
It's all about you. But go tan tongue can high bright tell. But you my end come some lady high tana. Tan monkey captain condio. It is an individual's issue. And I want you to tell someone beside you that your source story is all about you. Amen. Your source story is all about you. Why do I know that? Psalm 23 verse 1 says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. So if the Lord is your shepherd, you will declare it authoritatively that God is my own shepherd. And if you desire that new era yourself, you will declare it yourself and it will come to pass. Psalm 34 also says, Psalm 34, it says, I will bless the Lord. I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise will continually be in my mouth. And as a believer, we all know what Praise can do. If you engage in the warfare of praise, you know what it can do for you? What it can deliver? And I pray today that the new era of new beginning that will launch you into that praise of yours and my forever will be happening into your life even as you are sitting right now here in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. After you have been given the coach that the Lord gave unto us last last, last week. If you don't make use of it, it's just all about you. That's what I'm talking about. If another person makes use of the code and they launch into that greater success, you'll be looking at them. And you cannot blame anybody for that. Neither can you blame even our pastor for that. That is why I want you to be ready this morning. As the Lord will open our eyes to see. We will possess it in the name of Jesus Christ. This success I'm talking about or that I'm going to reveal to you this morning is in diverse ways. And each of them require the code also to key in into that treasure house of sources. I'm going to try very fast this morning so that God will help us in the name of Jesus. Out of numerous ways of attaining 
good sources. I present to you that you need to seek the face of the Lord. You need to do what? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We need to do what? Hallelujah. Seeking the face of the Lord is all about assessing His presence. And this is the very first things that we begin your success story. In every area of life, if you can see the face of the Lord, you are already settled. Seeking the face of the Lord means seeking his presence. That is why Moses said to the people in the book of Exodus chapter 33 verse 15. Moses said, if your presence did not go with us, we will not go. So without the presence of God, no one can achieve any good success in life. So you can see that, that it is very, very essential to seek the face of the Lord earlier stage in life before you venture into anything in life. Amen. Amen. Why seeking the face of God is essential? Because it is the avenue to greater success in life. It is the presence of God in our lives that makes the difference. Jeremiah chapter 29. Jeremiah chapter 29. Verses 12 to 14. Jeremiah 29, verses 12 to 14. The Bible says, Then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. Amen. And ye shall seek me and find me, when ye shall search for me with all your hearts. Verse 13, 14. And I will be found of you, said the Lord, and I will turn away your captivity, yeah. and I will gather you from all the nations, yeah. and from all the places where I have driv driven you, yeah. said the Lord, and I will bring you again into the place where I caused you to be carried away captive. Amen. Amen. That is the declaration of the word of God for you and I. If you look at it critically, what the Lord mentioned there, the very first thing he mentioned is prayer. 
If you can seek the face of the Lord through prayer, the Lord will reveal himself to you and he will say to you. The second thing the Lord mentioned there he says, with all your heart. Not only coming to the presence of God to come and pray, or even in your room, pray without connecting your heart to the throne of God. You have to allow your heart to be open in order to communicate to the invisible God so that you can receive miracle desire. So by that you can see that it is the character of our Lord Jesus Christ. Openness. Ready to welcome you and to give you your desire at all times. So if you now reciprocate by open your hearts unto him to say, God, I am here. And he mentioned the third one. He said, You will see me and I will turn away your captivity. That is, the Lord will be able to figure out that particular problem of yours and he will take it away. And I pray for you and I, even as you are sitting right here in the presence of the Lord, every problem that is sitting with you. The Lord will visit you even as you open your hearts unto him right now to receive from him. He will take away all those problems in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. How can we seek the face of the Lord? First one. Seek him in humility. If you ever want to encounter Christ in your situation, you have to seek him through humility. First Peter chapter 5, verse 5 Nine. to 6. First Peter chapter 5, verses 5 to 6. Uh, the Lord told us that he resists the proud. If you are proud in your heart, you cannot see God. Neither can you see God if your heart is so arrogant. Sephaniah chapter 2, verse 3. You have to seek God in humility. Because this God we are talking about is an humble God. Jesus Christ humbled himself to the level of washing the feet of the disciples. So he wants you and I also to reciprocate, reciprocate that to the entire world. Sephaniah chapter 2 verse 3 says, Seek ye the Lord, all ye make of the heart. Amen. Amen. 
which are brought is judgment. Seek righteousness, seek meekness. It may be ye shall be hid in thee in the day of the Lord's anger. Amen. Amen. So if you seek him in humility, you will find him. And I pray God will locate you this morning in the name of Jesus. Number two, how can you seek the Lord? What is You should seek him while he can be found. Isaiah chapter 55, verses 6 to 7. Bible says, Seek him while he will be found. Call him while he is near. How can you know or believe that the Lord is near with you? Near to you. Where your heart is pure and clean, and there is no any other thing you are, you are, you know, you are looking for than to just, you know, lost in His presence. He will definitely come near you. Because he can see your readiness. Amen. Amen. Psalm 16, verse 11. Psalm 16, verse 11 says, In the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. That means at home, in the presence of God, at least in the church of God, in the building like this, even at your working place. The Lord is there with you when you are clean and pure and ready to receive Him. And while you seek Him through purity of your heart, you will find Him. I pray for you and I this morning that we offer Christ even in this sanctuary today in the name of Jesus Christ. The third one says, seek him as there is no any other God. John chapter 4, 14-6 John chapter 14, verse 6. The Lord Jesus Christ says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. If you seek him with all your heart and without plan B in your heart, our Lord Jesus Christ will deliver that desire of your heart unto you. So seeking him in all totality guarantee you a greater success in all ramifications. And I pray the Lord will help you and I to seek him with all diligence this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. And as you seek his face, we will find him in the name of Jesus Christ. He will not deny us 
our access to his treasure house in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Where are those areas that we need to seek his face for new era of sources to be opened unto us? Where are those areas? The very first thing I have here is Marita, we can seek him maritally, seek his face maritally. And the Lord will give you sources in your marriage. Marital sources. If you ever desire to be successful in life, you will seek God before you venture into marriage. Amen. Amen. I'm not saying that it is very, very compulsory or that everybody will get married in life. Because Apostle Paul admonished us. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 6 to 8. There you can stay and marry to Jesus. If you don't want to get married. For the moment you decide to venture into it. I want to tell you you are going to you are going into another realm or era of sources, even greater sources in life. And also with great responsibility. Hallelujah. Hebrew chapter 14, verse 4. 13 verse 4. The Bible says marriage is honorable in all. So I don't want you to be discouraged or to be scared about marriage. It's very beautiful. Marriage is a very beautiful institution that the Lord God Almighty Himself instituted for humanity. But if you will live to fulfill your destiny, if we must be successful in any areas of life, you must seek the face of the Lord in marriage. Very, very important. Because missing this will cost you your heaven. And I pray for you and I that we will not miss heaven because of marriage in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Why? Because it describes the entirety of life. Marriage is defined the whole of you, of your life. So if you fail to seek the face of the Lord in marriage, it is very, very dangerous. And I want to pray for as many that miss it in this area. The God of restoration will restore us all by his mercy in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. The reason why some of those marriages failed was we did not invite the institutor of marriage into our relationship we did not invite that originator of marriage into it maybe due to some kind of you know Circumstances that beyond our own control. Sometimes peer pressure, family problem, telling you about your age. Yo, look at your age. Look at this. Your your friends. Your this. Your this and that. As getting married and they are having their children. This and this and that. You can just rush into it and you know. Can you be struggling it? So the reason why that marriage that our Lord Jesus Christ performed the very first miracle in the book of John was very, very successful was that he was invited. He was the originator of marriage. He was invited along with the disciples to that to that celebration if you and i as you know surrender unto him and ask him or invited him into our journey of marriage, probably it will have revealed to us even the journey ahead of us, the ruggedness of the way. Probably maybe it will have given us even the way out or way of escape earlier. <laughs> So in the book of John chapter 2 verses 1 to 11, Jesus Christ was invited into that marriage. And his appearance took away their sorrow and restored joy. His appearance, or his appearing, took away disgrace 
and he replaced it with amazing grace. His presence took away shame and restored favor. I pray for every one of us, even as we rededicate our life or our marriage in any forms or any area that we have missed it back to that author of marriage today, he will restore us in the name of Jesus Christ. Whether you and I like it or not, whether we believe it or not, marriage spells the whole life. But the Prince of Peace will showcase himself into our marriages this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. So I have some points for us if Brother Pranger. We have already in married. And has not been working, it has been stressful, you know, problem every year and day. Challenge today, tomorrow, and every time. The very first thing we need to do is that there must be a unity. To be successful in that marriage, there must be unity. There must be an agreement between husband and wife. Just as our Lord Jesus Christ called us to agree with him. There must be unity. It must two words together except they be agreed. Without agreement, there will be crisis. That means Christ will be lacking in that relationship. Mark chapter 10 verse 8. Mark chapter 10, verse 8. The Bible says, Two will become one flesh. You must agree to come together and become one. If you will have a good or Joy in that marriage, you must come together in agreement. And I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus Christ. Second one, there must be consideration and respect for each other. First John chapter four verse seven. First John chapter four verse seven. 
man must respect the woman, and woman also likewise must respect the man. The Bible says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. Amen. Amen. So we must love each other and agree and respect each other. It may sound very, you know, simple that it is what we've had over and over again and again. But I want to believe God is speaking to somebody here this morning online. That as you venture into this point, as you begin to walk according to the principle that God is giving us, Giving unto us to make the marriage works, the Lord will restore your marriage in the name of Jesus Christ. So the third one says they must be able to rely on God at all times. Man may not be very perfect. Woman also may not be very perfect. Both of you must be available to carry each other together to that greater eye the Lord is taking you to. Man must be able to hang the woman and take her to that topmost top of life. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6. The Bible says, It is not by power, nor by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Amen. Amen. It is not about our differences, our color, or knowledge, or the kind of money that you have in your bank account that will be controlling you. It should be God alone. Thank you, Kapwa Kailua, Melua, Lua, Lao Keng Legda, Yang, I Tikom, Manam Kopua, Totom Pemprechauti, Nam Kopua, Kongrao Kabo. It should be the only God that will be guiding our movement, even our spending or going out. Going out, coming in, wherever we are going, it should be the one that will be directing us. That is what we give us sources in our marriage. And at the same time, this character should be transferred into the life of our children. When our children begin to see the way we are living our life in unity, in harmony, you know, in love. They will emulate that and it will continue. Why? Because our children are the leader of tomorrow. And we owe them, we owe them great responsibility. Because 
Because transforming that nature of God that is in our life into their life, we guarantee the continuity of that sources in life. And what are the responsibilities of parents to our children? We need to train them in the will of God. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6. Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go. So that when they grow up, you will not depart from it. The power to train all our children in the word of God, Lord, we give unto us this day in the name of Jesus Christ. Responsibility of all parents is to train our children to grow and love God above all else. Let them know that there is no any other God or anybody that can supply their needs, even the owners of their their life is God Almighty. So train them to love that God alone. That is what we guarantee that success of yours in your marriage. And that is what we secure your success in your marriage. When your children are at peace, you are at peace also. When you are hearing about fighting here and there, stealing here and there about your children, you will not be, your family will not be at peace. I pray the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 24. Proverbs 13, 24. The Bible says, Spear the rod and spoil the child. We must teach them on what they need to know. Amen. Amen. Let them know those and don'ts of life. And I pray the Lord will help us all in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And for this success to continue, our children also have their own responsibility. Like I said earlier, they are the leader of tomorrow. So, Proverbs chapter 1, verses 8 to 9. Proverbs chapter 1, verses 8 to 9. The Bible admonishes us that our children, they should obey their parents in the Lord. Our responsibility 
as a child of God is to listen to our parents. Why do we need to listen to our parents? Though it may be painful sometimes, you know, their correction may be, you know, may be harsh to you sometimes. But you just have to listen to them. If you ever want to be successful also in life. So collectively, we all have responsibility. Hebrew chapter 12, verse 1. Hebrew chapter 12, verse 1. The Bible says to our children, say, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, later on, it produces harvest of righteousness and peace. If you have a father that never chastises you or never corrects you, or you are, if you are working with your friends that never corrects you on anything in life, only to laugh and to just, you know, you have to be careful about that, that man. Amen. You have to be careful so that your future will be settled. Our prayers will help us in the name of Jesus. The chastisement of our parents will produce righteousness, peace, and glorious future for you and I. We grant us a glorious and greater success in the future. So we need to listen to them as the Lord will help us as children of God in the name of Jesus Christ. This will take us to the next area where we need to seek the face of the Lord. If you want to be successful in your ministerial life, you need to seek the face of the Lord. Ministerially. Brethren, I don't mean becoming a pastor or a bishop. I'm not talking about this now. Praise the Lord. But our collective efforts as a child of God to make this world a better place to live. Mark chapter 16, verse 15. Jesus Christ says, Go into the world and preach the gospel. We make this world to be a better place for us to live through our impartation. However, 
the very first ministry God has committed into your hands and in my hands is, is a ministry of reconciliation. And that is what we saw in our Bible reading today. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verses 17 to 21. In that Bible passage, the Lord mentioned reconciliation five times there. It is the ministry of reconciliation. And that is what God is calling you and I into. To reconcile the entire world back to Him. To reconcile the lost soul back to Himself. And through the help of the Holy Ghost. Second Corinthians five. I read Second Corinthians five, chapter five, verses seventeen to twenty-one. I read. Let me read verse eighteen alone. The Bible says, "All things are of God, who hath reconciled us to Himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given us." The ministry of reconciliation. He has given it unto us, the ministry of reconciliation. So he's asking us to go into the old world and preach the gospel. Tell them about the love of Christ for their life. Romans chapter 5 verse 8 Romans chapter 5 verse 8 The Bible says while we are yet a sinner Christ died for us Inability to introduce Jesus Christ as the cornerstone we cause our world to be in crisis it will breed more wicked people to assistance. But if we earnestly seek the grace of the Lord and embark on this ministry, which is Ministry of Reconciliation, all of us will be successful. Amen. Amen. Take for example, if you win only one billionaire. Only one billionaire. Imagine what will happen even to your life, not to the not unto the church, but what will happen to your life. Because 
The person can never be looking at you struggling in poverty. No. So if you embark on this very journey, which is the to be reconciling the people, the lost soul, to the kingdom of God, we will, live, we will all live a successful life. That means we are sowing the seed of peace to the entire world. And the, the result will be success all the way. I, will, I pray that the Lord God Almighty will help us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. Bible says, Let this mind be in you. Which is also in Christ, which was also in Christ Jesus. That is, if you are reconciling people around you to Christ, everybody will have the mind of Christ. And radically, the Lord will eliminate all this art of evil in the land. He's telling us that you are sharing the same mind, even that man you speak to, that very sinner you speak to, that you converted to the kingdom of God, that means you are sharing the same mind with Christ. That means whatever you say, the man will believe you or the woman will believe you. This great Lord will give unto us this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray this mind of Christ will be formed even in you and I in this place today before we go out in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Because that is what guarantees our success in the entire life. And I want to assure you, if you want to be successful in this life and in heaven, I want to introduce you to a particular man. The man that you need to Study. It's not any other but our Lord Jesus Christ. Choose him as your role model today. Study him intimately. He's the one that has gone ahead of us. He's the one that has joined in this journey of life before us. Because you know many people choose people in this world as their role model. 
can choose, there's no problem about that. It's all about you. I said it from the beginning that the success story is all about you. But I want to assure you, the day that person disappoints you, you will have a story to write on social media, maybe Facebook or Instagram. That is where I want to introduce you to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. The one that owns the master key. The one that can open that house of sources concerning you and me. The one that can rewrite your story. By himself. He can help us to rewrite that story of failure to sources. Matthew 11, 28. Matthew 11, 28. The Bible says, Come unto me, O ye that labor. And every lady, and I will give you rest. There is rest in him. There is joy in him. We will go further in the book of Isaiah, chapter 49, verse 24. Isaiah 49, verse 24. He said, even the captive of the mighty, I can set free. By yourself, you sign the covenant of death with the devil. But he promised us that he can still save you. Bible says, shall the prey, shall the prey be taken from the mighty, or the lawful captive deliver? But don't say the Lord, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away, and the prey of the terrible shall be delivered. For I will contend with him that contended with thee, and I will save thy children. So God is ever ready to save you. If join in the monarchy with knowingly or unknowingly. You have signed the covenants with witches and wizards, knowingly or unknowingly. The Lord says, I'm here to rescue you today. If you can only believe in me and surrender unto me, I can rewrite that story of your life. The very first thing that we do to you when you come unto him. The Lord will receive you as you are. The Lord will never condemn you. 
If you read the story of uh, blind Bartimaeus in the book of Mark chapter 14 verses 46 to 52. When he was calling our Lord Jesus Christ, elogizing him, calling him his name, people were castigating him, telling him, Stop, keep, keep your mouth shut, don't call him again, don't call our master again. Don't do that. But Jesus Christ says, Leave him alone. And he called on him, Let him, they should bring him. The Lord God Almighty, I'm telling you this morning that He can rewrite your story when you call unto Him. He will not condemn you, He will not tell you to go and do what you cannot do. He will not even ask you to bring anything to him. But he will just change that failure of yours to sources. The second thing we do for you is he will wash you with his own blood. He will wash you with his own blood. Colossians chapter 1 verse 20 Colossians 1 20 so He will cleanse you and wash you with his own blood The blood that is shed for the sinners in which you and I are part of them. But if you can surrender to him this morning, he's ready and able to wash you with his own very blood. And the Lord will wash us even as we are here in his, in his presence Today, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. Revelation 12, 11. The Bible says we overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. For you to know how powerful the blood of Jesus Christ is. So his blood can cleanse you and make you whole. It can turn your failure to sources. And you can read 1 John also, chapter 1, verse 7. Say, if we are in the light, as he is in the light, the blood of Jesus Christ can cleanse us from all our sins. Well, and we open new era of sources concerning you and I in the name of Jesus Christ. The third thing he's going to do in your life, which is the last one, says he will make his light to shine in you. In the very beginning, God Almighty declared the light in the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 3. 
He said, let there be light, and there was light. And Psalm 119 verse 89 says, Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. That means he can repeat the same miracle in your life and in my life. He can send his word into your life where you are seated right now and cause his light to shine on you. On one condition. If you can give your life to him and surrender to him. Because the light is already here in Amish this morning. John chapter 1 verse 5 confirmed that light unto us. John chapter 1 verse 5. He said the light shineth in the world and the darkness of this world comprehended it not. So if you can surrender to that light, it will cause his own light to shine in you, over you, and in every area of your life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And when it's shining you, you will become the talk of the global world. And I pray for you and I that before we depart even from this planet Earth, our sources will be celebrated in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So it is in him we have continuity of sources. This is when we seek his face. I started from that when we seek his face. In our marital life. And in the ministry of reconciliation he has given unto you and I. He will come to our rescue. And we change the whole story of failure to sources. And that is what we do unto you and I this, this afternoon in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let's bow our head and begin to pray. Say, Father, I'm here to surrender unto you. Confess him and begin to tell him in those areas that you want him to help you. Oh. Say, Father, I've failed you in this area, in this area, and that area. Because he's here with us. Call on him, say, Father, come and restore me. Come and open another era of sources unto me in the name of Jesus Christ. And I will serve you for the rest of my life. I'm very sure he can do it for you. If you can only ask him. Say, call on to me and I will answer you. Jeremiah 33. 
And I will show you great and mighty things, things you do not know. Father, help me in my marital life. Help me in my spiritual life that I will not miss your kingdom here on earth and in heaven above. For in Jesus Christ, precious mighty name, we pray. For in Jesus mighty name, we pray. Everlasting Father, we thank you because you are a faithful God. We return all the glory back to you because your word has gone forth. Father, let your word do what it can do in our individual's life, even as we are here in your presence in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let your word transform us from the glory that you are operating before we come into your sanctuary this day to higher level of glory in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Take over our life and let it be yours alone, even until we see in glory in heaven in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Have your way and let your name be glorified. Amen. We cover our body as we answer with the blood of Jesus Christ. Jesus. Continue to rule and reign even in this church in the name of Jesus. Amen. And forever your name alone shall be glorified. Amen. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let Tan Samadrum Kabraudai Pantang Chong Tang Social Tangtang Artichen Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, La Instagram. Mur Tan Rum Kabrau Kopracha Sung Uipon. Amen. You can connect with us on the following social media platform, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. God bless you as you worship with us.